You're listening to Thunder Quack Podcast Network. Broadcasting from a hidden rebel fortress long forgotten since the days of the Clone Wars, Commanders Michael Cohen, Matthew Krenke, and their daring crew lead a rebel cell dedicated to bringing you stories of adventure and excitement from across the galaxy. Join them for tales of heroes from the dawn of the Resistance stretching back to the Old Republic. Tales of Jedi and Sith, Rebels and Imperials, technological terrors, and fantastic creatures. Legends so great, you won't believe them. But it's true. All of it. So what are you waiting for? Strap in and get ready to make the jump with Rebel Cells, the Star Wars animation podcast. Hello and welcome back to Rebel Cells, the Star Wars animation podcast for the Star Wars Resistance episode, Rebuilding the Resistance. I am one of your hosts, Michael Cohen, and with me, as always, my faithful co-pilot, Matt the Crankster Cranky. Hey, what's up, Mike? Star Wars fans, good to be back. Hey, in the penultimate episode of Star Wars Resistance, we Mm -hmm. got some uh, characters leaving us, some characters making some different decisions. A uh, lot to, you know, quite a bit to get into in this episode, uh, and I guess, like I said, this is it, or this is the second to the last episode. I, you know, I didn't even realize that the next episode, the finale, was a one-hour season finale. I just saw that, and I was like, okay, cool. Looks like, a, from what I've read from some of the actors, it's going to be a, it should be a pretty decent episode, so. Yeah, it's, yeah, it, I mean, okay, so there's an article on StarWars.com. That's what I was reading, yeah. And um, it's a good article, and and the interview is interesting, but I'm really worried that they are um, hyping up something that that they can't deliver on. (laughs) I'm not going to beat around the bush on it. This episode, first off, first and foremost, was a great episode. Mm -hmm. Um, Just like the lead up to last season. At the end of last season, it's like the last handful of episodes are great, right? Um, The last two episodes were great. Uh, This episode was great. Um, And I have no doubt that the season slash series finale next week is going to be great. Um, But this is where I'm not beating around the bush on it. It's too. This is too little too late. Yeah. The series is over next week. I don't care that the colossus is whatever like at the end of this episode when doza says no we can't hide from this fight anymore i'm like yeah that was the conversation you needed to have five episodes into the season yeah beginning of this season yeah the first time that that vanisa showed up we should have had this conversation she should have shown up with this squadron this episode should have been uh no less than the mid-season finale, if not like the third or fourth episode of the season. Mm-hmm. And then the rest of the season should have been us taking the fight to the First Order. That's what it should have been about. Instead, we got 
Flix and Orca going to Flix's home, which we have, like, again, there, I don't know what this show was trying to accomplish, and I don't know necessarily that the entire writing team knew what the show was trying to accomplish. I've talked about this before, that I feel this show either got hijacked um, by Dave Filoni spending all of his time on Mandalorian or a combination of Disney and specifically the Disney channel um, getting involved yeah, and, and saying like, Oh, you know, this is a show for kids. We got to do this. We got to do that. We got to do this. Um, and really changing the direction of, of what would have been a star Wars series. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, we get we get things like Flix and Orca being fantastic characters. I love those characters, but us going to Flix's homeworld and experiencing all of that, it's irrelevant. It's a yeah. it's irrelevant yeah. to the larger story. Um Yeah, I apologize if you can hear bath time in the background. Um <laughs> Which you might be able to faint. Barely, barely. Um, somebody's not super happy about it. Somebody doesn't like bath time? That's that crazy. That was pretty loud. But, um, <laughs> I love yeah. bath time. I, I, yeah, like th- that to me kind of points to, to, um, either like they didn't, they weren't quite sure who the audience was on the show or they weren't quite sure how to handle some of the storylines um, or, or they thought they were getting a season three, four or five. <laughs> and yeah. so we were setting something up with Flix and Orca and with, with Flix's home world that would have had a payoff mm. further on down the road. Yeah. Um, but instead it's just a, a, what we got this season was a series of one-off stories. Um, here's a, here's a great example. Another great example uh kel and isla yeah Yeah. okay why are they on the show totally forgot about them too yeah what about what about uh i i don't even remember her name that they picked up on that like from that sith temple the 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 asajj ventress type character right yeah yeah right right It'll come to me. Again, but she's yeah. in she's in two episodes. So why would I why would I remember her name? She's in two episodes. Yeah. Right? But it felt like that character was being included to develop something further on down the road. I mm. uh, Yeah. Tam going to the first order and now we have to wrap that up next yeah. week. Yeah. This week's episode feels like it was the beginning of an arc of her coming back towards the heroes. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh yeah. Um, or I guess, I mean, I guess I really started like last week with those two episodes um, and her getting promoted and all that sort of stuff. But like, regardless this, this sort of the, these, these ideas of all of these characters, I mean like the cast on this show is huge. You have so many characters. Sure. And then ultimately, what is it about? Like, it's it is it's so hard to say, like, who's the main cast of this show? (laughs) Because last season it was one set and then this season it's just kind of everybody. Um, And 
it's just like uh, I don't know. There's there's an element of it, and and I would love, I would love to be able to have a, a candid conversation with some of the creators, and who knows, maybe a Star Wars celebration, um, uh, I'll be able to to nab some people, and 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 maybe do some actual. I don't know, because I'm going to be there with a one year old and a, and a <laughs> four year old. But Maybe a little hard, yeah. Um, but I'm hoping that I can that I can talk to the Lucasfilm uh, uh, PR and maybe get some time with some people, whether at star Wars celebration or after the fact, um, because I would really love, I, I don't know that anybody else who is, um, uh, actually I shouldn't say that I do like star Wars explained does recaps of the show every week. Um, but I don't know that anybody who's kind of like on the same, uh, I haven't I haven't watched any of their recaps, so I don't know how they feel about the show in general. But I don't know if anybody who's on sort of the same trajectory with this stuff that we are mm-hmm. is is or or that would be is is watching the show on a regular yeah. basis. So so they're not going to be asking those questions because if you're not watching the show, then you don't care enough yeah. to ask like what were the production troubles what happened with the direction of the show did you guys intend on going more than three seasons but but i mean like i personally really would love those answers um and we're never going to get them from starwars.com it's it is the sort of thing that if dave filoni was more involved with this project that i think what we would get um at something like star wars celebration but he's obviously very busy with mm-hmm with um the mandalorian and the, and the clone wars and the clone wars yeah um so yeah i don't know or is it is it am i making it out to be too much and is it is it really simply just part of disney and lucasfilm recalibrating after their first sort of um couple of you know goes and at what Star Wars storytelling is, because it's almost like the, a phase one. Yeah, the last five years has had a lot of content in it, and um, I mean we've got what we've got five movies, we've got uh, uh, two um, main continuity animated and stories. We comics. also have uh, I, I, a whole bunch of animated shorts. Um, whether it's the uh, Forces of Destiny stuff or Galaxy of Adventure or mm-hmm. the Lego stuff with the Freemaker Adventures and, and and all of that. So there are there are all of these different things um, that they tried with, I think, uh, 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 sort of a, a smattering of different successes. I, Disney plus, I think is an interesting element of it too, because Disney plus coming in, I think changes the game. And I think that might be part of it when we hear about whatever this, this rebels sequel series, if that is actually happening, I mean, it is actually happening at some point, if it's actually happening this year and we find out, um, what platform that's going to be on, whether that's going to be on Disney plus, or it's going to be Disney channel, Disney XD as the previous ones have been, I think that that'll be a really big indicator of of why this show ended after two seasons. Because if mm. if that ends up being on the streaming platform, that's why. Yeah. Um, it's because like that's why Resistance got got cut short. Um, but who knows? I mean, like uh, like I say, maybe I'm making a mountain out of a molehill, and uh, 
uh, it, it is just simply that that this was the end of their story. Like they just felt this was the end of the story. I have a hard time believing that, even as I try and say it as the devil's advocate um, against myself, I guess. Uh, <laughs> but just when I when when you look at the the narrative structure of the season, um, this season felt like let's expand this galaxy and meet a bunch of characters and then season three would have been the one where we get down to business yeah. um mm-hmm. but instead we're gonna wrap it up and then that's gonna be the end of the series i uh, yeah i i don't know you know what's crazy is you mentioned look at these characters you mentioned you know flicks and orca and and kel and Elia, and it's like when, when you said those names i'm like holy crap, I almost totally forgot about those characters because we hadn't seen them in so long. And yeah. it seemed like, especially Kel and Ida, they were setting up them to be, you know, there's we talked about possible force-type connection and where that story could go. Well, and it what, what, like, a, what a great gone. connection into The Last Jedi and into the idea yeah. in that uh, film of, like, the, the broom boy, right, mm-hmm. at the end of the movie. I mean, like, I feel like those characters directly connect into that, aspect of the mythology and um will we ever see them again like that's yeah. that's kind of the question right maybe um, at the end of this this season finale if, if there's just some kind of a happy ending to it maybe you'll see all of them back together again going somewhere but you were talking about that article and it was the same thing you know i was reading the article and hearing what christopher sean had to say and susie mcgrath and you're like you're hoping that it's not just yeah probably it is just like you know actors saying what they have to say you know this is just typical pr stuff but a party is like man i hope they're really serious about what they're saying and because i know they love this show and they love playing these characters mm-hmm. um you could really tell that especially from sean and and and, and Susie from their it, twitter and stuff yeah i i i don't know I, I i think about this a lot because um obviously like there are multiple elements at play here obviously we want to have a good relationship with lucasfilm so we don't want to be too harsh on any product, and and maybe that, maybe that it, this is entertainment news. It's not journalism, right? Like what we do as a podcast, we're fans, so we're already biased out the gate. We 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 have a bias towards Star Wars. Um, we want to like it, and that that's going to color our opinions, but. We also like we know some of the people that 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 make these shows just through relationships over the years. Um, had conversations with with people. I I I mean, for me, it's mostly within the 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 PR department or whatever. But but even still, like those are relationships that I consider to be important relationships, not just in the sense that they're valuable for the podcast and for content. Um, because quite honestly, they're not that valuable in that respect, mm-hmm. but cause we don't get interviews. We don't get any special no. treatment. Um, yeah. the special treatment we get is that uh, they mail me a Christmas card every year. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. that said like interaction on Twitter and, and, and that sort of thing. I mean, like, I, I, some of these people, they, they, they follow us, whether they follow the podcast accounts or they follow our personal accounts. Um, and we do have interaction from time to time. So it's like, so that, that element of it also means like, I don't want to be too harsh on the show. Um, and I know that we have been very harsh on resistance. Um, but I hope that also at the same time, I've been very clear of like, it's like, 
I don't think it's a bad show. It's just not what I want it to be. And the conversation that I'm having is if if this could be more of what I think you and I come to expect from the Clone Wars and Star Wars Rebels and even the Freemaker Adventures, because that's that's kind of always been my thing is like if this is what you want to do, you want to do a comedic series, then then commit to that and make Freemaker Adventures, not make the Freemaker Adventures, but like like commit to the comedy in the way that Freemaker Adventures committed to the comedy. Right. Mm. If that's what you're going for, if that's what you want to do, Um, if you want to have funny elements in Star Wars, they don't need to be you don't need to make a concerted effort. You write Star Wars and the and the humor finds its way in there because it's it's part of the fabric. Right. Like from the very beginning, the 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 you know, you came in that thing. You're braver than I thought. Right. Uh Like like that's not George Lucas going like and now we need a funny joke. It's yeah. It's like it's organic and it comes out of the storytelling of like you got a princess and you got the Millennium Falcon and you got Han Solo and these two characters aren't getting along and she sees the Falcon, which like uh, we want to establish is looks like a piece of junk. Um, uh, she's beautiful to me, but whatever. <laughs> I, I I think we all see her through Han's eyes, so it's it's hard to say yeah, the garbage will do right. But like <clears throat> it like that's where the comedy needs to come from. The comedy when you add the layer of he bumps into things all the time and falls over and the wrench falls on his head, um, and it's not organic. <laughs> the wrench falls on Han Solo's head as well, but it does because they get they because they because they hit uh, an asteroid Asteroid. right so it's it's actually like it's a larger part of the storytelling it's not a joke for joke's sake and like don't get me wrong even george falls into the same trap when he creates the character jar jar and we have poop jokes and we have uh (laughs) piusa and the tongue and some of it is organic and some of it works for the story um i you know, like like there there is great humor in the Phantom Menace. I uh, like like when they first meet Jar Jar, and coming from that character and his sort of naivete and childlike uh, uh, sensibilities, when when they go, do you hear that? And and Jar Jar like lifts his ear up, and then they go, that's the sound of a ter- of a thousand terrible thousand things, terrible things. Yeah. and they're coming this way, and that's like because they're trying to push Jar Jar into helping them. I uh, into into uh, uh, getting to to feed right so there are, there is good stuff like that but then there's also there's also stepping in a piece of poop mm-hmm. on the way into Mos Espa that absolutely doesn't need to be in the movie it doesn't do anything to to all it does is make us remind us that Jar Jar is a dummy mm-hmm. right. Um, but yeah, like it, so, I don't know. Like, there's a balance there, and and I think that's kind of what I'm trying to get at. And 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 there's, hi. Uh, when you turn up one slider, you got to kind of turn up other sliders with it in order for us to go along for the ride. Because as I've said previously on other podcasts, I uh, crank up the funny, because if you don't crank up the funny, we don't get Darth Vader in a Naboo starfighter saying yippee in the freemaker adventures right (laughs) and that like i go back to that not because it's a good example but because i genuinely love that moment and that episode 
Yeah. Right? Like that yeah. moment in Freemaker Adventures makes the whole series worthwhile. Everything else in that series is icing on the cake because we got that one scene. That's my personal opinion, right? With with resistance I and I think like the main thing that I always go back to is that we were kind of sold a false bill of goods with the show. We were told that it was going to be about racing. It's called Star Wars Resistance. Poe Dameron introduces us to this world. And those three things put you on a path to, oh, this is going to be like Star Wars Rebels. And then what we get is Star Wars Resistance, which I think is completely uniquely its own thing. It's got its own tone. Mm -hmm. Um, And for some people... Uh, as I always say, uh, Jonah Marie loves the show unabashedly, and oh, I don't. Sure. Yeah. I don't think that she's doing that from a, a like what I was saying before of like, oh, we want to maintain good relationships with Lucasfilm. I don't think that that's the case. Uh, knowing the other shows that she's into and the other type of things that she likes, uh, that it it totally makes sense that she loves Resistance in the way that she does. Um, I, th- I like. I think the disconnect is that. I think for myself and and I'll maybe speak for you a little bit if I can, Matt, like we want to love this show. Oh yeah. Every week when I sit down, I want to love this show. Um, and the last couple of weeks I have loved this show, but to bring it all back to what I said at the beginning, this is too little too late. Mm -hmm. Right now that it's ending. Um, I, it's, it, I said it going into the rise of Skywalker and, um, and I, and I will not go back on this. This is the one thing that no one will ever convince me. Otherwise we invested hours and hours into star Wars resistance, into the aces, into the Colossus, into Kaz, into this aspect of the galaxy. The fact that they were not given their due on screen in Star Wars Episode Nine, The Rise mm-hmm. of Skywalker, is unforgivable in the age of the MCU. Oh, yeah. To compare it to, yeah. right? And granted, like Agents of Shield does not connect up to the MCU. It it started that way, and then it very quickly went off on its own, and then they very quickly made a point of saying this is a different story it's not necessarily connected the netflix series do not connect um you know all of that stuff is 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 true of the mcu and and the television properties um that marvel has been producing over the last 11 years the i guess it's almost 12 years now the situation with star wars is different the clone wars Star Wars Rebels, Star Wars Resistance are all part of a lineage that says this is canon now, Mm -hmm. right? Clone Wars comes in and says, here's Mandalore. This is canon now, right? Yeah. Rebels comes in. These are the Inquisitors. This is canon now. The Inquisitors existed. Can't argue it. Darth Vader was not the only one going around hunting Jedi. Mm-hmm. Right, these these other shows irrevocably change Star Wars and the fabric of it. In fact, they they invalidate other Star Wars storytelling by existing. Right, 
Resistance is part of that lineage, which means it counts for something, whether they want it to or not. And if it's not going to count for something, you need to let us know right off the bat. And don't include Oscar Isaac as Poe Dameron if that's the case, yeah. Yeah. right? Like I, like I, I think I'm being a little bit, a little bit um, hardline on this, but only because of two things: us, the fans who invested our time and energy into sticking with this show, thick or thin. Um, and for some people it was easier than others and the creators of this show, the people who put their blood, sweat and tears work like tireless hours. I mean, it's, it's animation. Animation is not, it's any kind of production, any kind of like film animation, any of that. Like it's grueling. Like these people put so much effort into this and it takes so much out of them they don't get to see their families in order to produce this show um and that's where like like uh, people who who want to bag on the show and just say that it's that it's crap because they don't like it like that's something that like uh, like no it's not a it's not crap the show's not crap it's a good show it's well produced the animation is great um it's not necessarily what I wanted going into it. So I'm going to say, you know, I wish they would have done this. I wish they would have done that. I didn't enjoy this episode. That's very different from a quality judgment saying, right. I mean, don't get me wrong. There are some bad episodes. There are also some bad episodes of Clone Wars and, and Rebels. But, but th- there are people who who invested a lot of time, a lot of effort, a lot of energy, and I'm sure a lot of emotional um, investment into characters like Kazuta Ziono and Tam Rivora and Yeager and uh, uh, even some of the aces. Uh, uh, and we talked about this a couple weeks ago for anybody associated with the rise of Skywalker to go, no, no, no. We acknowledge fans of Star Wars Resistance. The fireball is in there. Where? <laughs> Not oh, okay. like it, like I said back then, and I, like I said, like the, you, no one is ever going to convince me otherwise. There isn't an argument I can't on this earth that could change my opinion. Not good enough, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Like not good enough. I like the ghost gets to be right up front and just right of center (laughs) right the falcon is up front and center but the ghost is right next to it and and there's a reason for that and it's because star wars rebels is important now granted i've said a lot of these phrases a lot today granted you know like as i've said before all this stuff i hear myself repeating myself which means i'm rambling a little bit but Star Wars Rebels, nobody was watching, right? Everybody watched Clone Wars, and then Clone Wars got canceled because Disney bought Star Wars, and so everybody was really mad, and nobody watched Star Wars Rebels because it was different. Not because mm-hmm. it was bad, because it was different. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Star Wars Rebels has its four-season run and ends up, in my opinion, uh, and I think in the opinion of a lot Great of people, yeah. uh, a fantastic run, and, and for me personally, my favorite Star Wars, full stop. Mm-hmm. better than any of the movies, better than any of the books, better than any of the comics, video games. I don't care what it is. 
Star Wars Rebels as a complete story and a complete journey of those six or seven characters, depending on how you want it, who you want to include in that. Um, the best Star Wars there is for my money. No one was watching, right? Now, all of a sudden, with with Disney Plus, tons of people are getting caught up, (laughs) and we're hearing it on a regular basis. This show is great. This show is fantastic. This show is phenomenal. And I'm glad that everybody's coming around to it, but also, where were you? Mm -hmm. Um, You were Star Wars fans back then. How come you weren't watching? Yeah. Yeah. I do think that Disney knowing, having an idea that that was going to happen and definitely knowing, um, um, and these decisions were made before Disney Plus launched, so I don't think that it had that much of a factor, but um, possibly like the the Rebels sequel series getting um, pushed forward and, and possibly coming out later this year, that might have something to do with the fact that rebels has gained so much traction on Disney plus. I would Mm -hmm. love to see numbers like this is all just going based on anecdotal evidence, but outside of my star Wars circles, I'm noticing a lot of people going, Hey man, star Wars rebels is really good. And me having the conversation repeatedly of, yeah, I really (laughs) honestly tried telling everybody like you can go back in my Facebook history. You can go back in my Twitter history and you can see where I tell people, if you're sleeping on this show, you're making a huge mistake. Um, yeah. Yeah. I like, I think that that that's part of one of the reasons why, why we're seeing resistance go away. Um, so early. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think that the series was more than three or four seasons. Like, I think that that's, I think that's fine. Yeah, two seasons. Time yeah, yeah, two seasons is is cutting it short. I think. Yeah. Um. And this, the end of this season, the the way that these last couple episodes have gone, it feels like we're building up to something. It doesn't feel like we're building up to a series finale. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was. I. I. I can't really argue much. You know. I, I kind of feel the same way. It was one. It's a Star Wars property. Um. I'm going to be invested in it, and. It's one of those where you're like, oh, man, you just like you said, you just want like we all of us have our own like things that we want to see. And I just for me, haven't been seeing that enough in this series. And that's why it's kind of one of those, you know, I don't watch it right when it comes out. It's like, oh, it came out. And, you know, I watch it the next day or, or two days later, depending on when we're recording. It's different with The Mandalorian. Or with Star Wars movies where I see them, I, I, I just can't wait to see them that day. Or like, like I said, with the movies, it's the first showing. I want to be there opening night just because I love the pro- I love everything. You know, I love the property so much. So, yeah, I, I, I you know, obviously I agree with you. We kinda, we're on the same page on that, too. So, um, I don't know. We'll see. You know, like I said, this, this last episode coming next week. Uh, hopefully they can do something to kind of like give us a little smile on our face and go, okay, you know, that was a, that was a kind of a neat ending even though the series is overall has been, um, you know, kind of up and down, obviously, to, to say the least. Um, but I don't know. Other than that, anything else going on? Uh, I just got the, the art book for Jedi Fallen oh, Order. Right, and yeah. and um, um, I'm flipping through it as I listen to you talk. And, and it's beautiful and amazing. <laughs> and I love this video game. And I, I tweeted last week at some point. Um one of my patented hot takes uh that fallen order was the best star wars storytelling 
in 2019. And Ooh, like, like, it, like that, that Mandalorian was great. Mandalorian was phenomenal beyond mm-hmm. great. Right. Like it was it, the Mandalorian is special. Um, the rise of Skywalker was something else, <laughs> right? Like, yeah. I mean yeah. that in a positive way. Like the rise of Skywalker is a great movie. Um, it, there's a few elements of it that are very unsatisfactory for me. So I have a hard time saying that it's, it's, you know, as, as perfect as I think force awakens and the last Jedi are, mm for their own individual reasons. Um, but the story that stuck with me the most and, that, and, and I'll also throw in resistance reborn was a great book. Uh, alphabet squadron was a great book. And there's a, the, the second book in that series is coming out later this year. And I'm genuinely excited for that follow up. Um, so there was other really, really good star Wars storytelling last year. It's not to, to put anything else down, but what I want to do is I want to say that Jedi fallen order was the best bar none because it was against all odds. Um, EA and star Wars have not had a great working relationship. I mean, like, I think that, that within the companies it's been great, but the partnership has not really produced, um, what I think they hoped it would. And mm. there have been some very big missteps with EA and, um, I, I fallen order should not have been as special to anyone <laughs> as it has been. Mm. Um, especially because that character's story is derivative of another character who you got, yeah. like I just said it, <laughs> Star Wars Rebels is one of my, is, is sorry, Star Wars Rebels is my favorite I, I, Star Wars story, and Kanan Jarrus is one of my top three Star Wars characters. Right. Um, in fact, I think the order goes Obi-Wan Kenobi, Kanan Jarrus, Poe Dameron. Like, that's wow. the... That's wow. the order. And only yeah. be, I think only because Poe doesn't have as much storytelling. I haven't spent as many hours with Poe as yeah. I have with Kanan. Right, right. And as much as I love Oscar Isaac, to the very depth of my soul, and I totally, like, okay, I stepped in uh, Hornet's Nest and got in some trouble with the Raylo community last week. We're not going to get into that on this podcast. We'll save that for Faster, More Intense, where it belongs. Um, there will be more on that in the future. Don't worry. We'll, we'll get into the whole thing, Hmm. but, um, I can understand where people, where, where the Adam driver, uh, Kylo Ren, Ben Solo fans come from, because I think I feel the same way about Oscar Isaac. And I think I'm probably not equally, because I think that some of them are very, very, very passionate about the Raylo situation, but I'm upset about the storm pilot situation. Like there was an opportunity for star Wars to do something really cool with that. And, and they, and they, they chickened out to, to be frank, but, mm. um, <laughs> I'm all over the place tonight. Kanan Jarrus, <laughs> Cal Kestis's story is derivative of Kanan Jarrus's story. They start the same way. Yeah. Right. I, uh, I not literally, they start the same way, but I mean, like if you read a new dawn, Kanan was doing very similar work to what Cal is doing at the beginning of, of fallen order. Um, and, and their stories with their Jedi masters are not that dissimilar. Um, 
there are so many similarities and they're both male humans. Um, I, so it's like, there's an element of like, why bother telling this story if you're not going to do something new? And yet they did do something new and they did something yeah. special with it and something amazing. So, um, yeah. yeah. Fallen order. I get like, that's another thing, uh, that, um, that, that, uh, it kind of actually bridges the gap between animation and and like st- like rebel cells and faster more intense. So I feel like we could have the conversation on either podcast, but I'm gonna save it for faster more intense. It's something that Paul and I have have discussed, um, uh, having doing an episode about, and uh, I think once I get through this art book because I really want to digest it, um, and maybe even uh, I'm. I've, been holding out hoping that they do a new game plus so that i can go through um and play it again uh, uh with that but i'm kind of itching to play it again so yeah. i i yeah. might just play through the story again um but just on story mode just to kind of blow through it just to get the story not so much for the gameplay but just for the story yeah. um in that Jeez. vein i could probably also just watch youtube videos or I was something say, watch the whole cutscene thing yeah, yeah. but yeah. um i yeah, like I, I want to have a con- long conversation about that with Paul, because um, uh, we disagree on a lot of stuff, and I'm really interested to see why we both loved Fallen Order as much as we did. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, I, it 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 honestly with Star Wars, and to go back to what I was saying about Resistance, I we're embarrassed uh, with riches to the degree that we. Uh, uh, look the gift horse in the mouth yeah, to to right. mix metaphors. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we've been given so many gift horses <laughs> that it's like, <laughs> yeah. well, what's special about this one? And when we look at Star Wars Resistance, because it's not as good, um, I, I I see and see I make that mistake, and and that's not what I mean to say. It's not that it's not as good. It's not the same kind of storytelling as something like Fallen Order or Star Wars Rebels or The Clone Wars. Um, and so we go, okay, well, I, like, I don't want this. I want something mm-hmm. else. Mm-hmm. And it's like 15 years ago, <laughs> right? Um, if you had given me something like Star Wars Resistance, I would have lapped it up and been so so grateful yeah. for a Star Wars yeah, animated yeah. series. Yeah. So it's just it's it's because we've been given things like Clone Wars and Rebels that that we can and even Freemaker Adventures. Again, different type of story, but but same same argument. Because we've gotten so much stuff of such high quality um, that is so up my alley in the kind of storytelling or the kind of humor that I like that when star Wars resistance comes along and it's not the same kind of storytelling and it's not the same kind of humor, it's not either of those things here. I am going like not good enough for me. And it's, I shouldn't because we should just be grateful that we get this much star Wars, um, that we, that, and we get fallen order and you know, um, uh, yeah, it's, I don't know. Like I said, I've been not, rambling. You can say it's but, not as good, though. I'm, uh, there's nothing wrong with that. I yeah. I just I don't I don't necessarily feel like like I, it's it's not as good as Star Wars Rebels or or Clone Wars. It's not. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, my 
I, the reason why I don't want to say that and use that kind of language is because by saying it's not as good as those things, which are exemplary, um, it, it, it equates, I think in the larger conversation to a lot of people as it is bad. Uh, and yeah. that's not like, and that, no, that no. that's not what I want, what I mean to say, what I mean no, to say is not. that those other things are so good that star Wars resistance, it's unfair to judge it against yeah. those things. Yeah. Because it's we're spoiled to think that we should expect that level of quality every single time. Because those things can be special, right? It's a lot to live up to. Yeah, yeah, it's not it's not fair to hold resistance to that. It's a different group of people. It's a it's a lot of the same people. It's a lot of people who worked on those projects, but it's also it's a different team with a different makeup. and so they should be judged on their own merits. And I think that's kind of what I'm getting at is that like when you look at it from the standpoint of it's Justin Ridge and Amy Beth Christensen and, and Kiri Hart and and the, the people who who were really responsible for what this show ended up being. Um, and we look at and, and it's and for them in those positions, it's their first time doing mm-hmm. this. And yeah. when you look at it from that perspective, it's actually a pretty great show. Because when we get to the latter half of season one in the buildup to the season finale and what they do in the season finale, that's some really great Star Wars storytelling. When we talk about the last three episodes, the last week's two and then this episode, and then I think the quality of the what the finale will be, that's some great Star Wars storytelling. There's a lot of there's a lot of stuff in between all of that that isn't as good and not where not the kind of storytelling that i want it to be it's not where it where i want it to be at that's what we're talking about but right but it's not like like again i used the term earlier throwing out the baby with the bathwater. no i didn't that was in a private conversation that you guys will never hear uh <laughs> between matt <laughs> and i before we started recording um i used that phrase earlier tonight throwing the baby out with the bathwater, and I would never want to look at resistance and do that and throw the baby out with the bathwater because to throw out all of resistance and say, I don't want any of this would mean losing a lot of really great stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, like uh, I, I, amongst that Flix and Orca, I love those characters. Um, uh, amongst that would be uh, more Poe Dameron. I don't want to yeah. lose that. Um, yeah the 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 aces themselves i mean some of them are a little bit more annoying than others i it's disappointing to me how annoying hype can be because <laughs> i really like donald Faison and donald i want Faison, him yeah, to yeah. i want his legacy within star wars to be a little bit more meaningful than than <laughs> what hype has been but um because i know that he's a huge fan i uh, but i uh, yeah i it, it, I don't know. We should really get into the actual episode because I could just talk about this stuff forever. I don't know. I, I'm kind of eulogizing a little bit because the series is coming to an end. We so we're about to say this for 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 next week. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, let's, I, I here's, we'll get into it. Here's what I'm gonna do. Okay. All of that is out. You guys got it this week. Next week. And Matt, I want you to keep me honest on this next week. <laughs> next week, we're gonna stay completely positive. Like it's the end of the series, um, yeah. better or worse, whatever. 
Star Wars Resistance is coming to an end. I'm sure next week's episode is going to be great, and we're going to have a lot yeah. of really good stuff to talk about. So next week, we're going to keep it completely positive. The there other part of that that I want to say is, like, Resistance is coming to a close. This chapter of Rebel Cells is coming to an end. I want We have not had as much audience interaction on Star Wars Resistance as we have with the other shows. Mm-hmm. Um, part of that's on me. I haven't been as good on the social media side of, like, asking you guys to talk about it. But the other part of that is that I just don't think that there's as many people listening to this podcast right now because we're talking about a show that there aren't as many people watching. Exactly. But what I'm going to ask is those of you who are listening. So I'm talking to you, Matt Campbell. I'm talking to you, uh, uh, Marty. I'm talking to, to the audience that's there. You guys that have been with us the whole time. I want you guys to write in, um, whether it's on Facebook or or Twitter or Instagram or whatever, you guys know where to find us. I know that you do. We don't have to tell you that it's at Rebels Podcast. Um, also, heads up, that's going to change. Uh, when we switch over for Clone Wars, for, this, for, for the final season of Clone Wars and everything moving forward, I am going to update those URLs. We're going to make that change because calling it everything Rebels Podcast, it, 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 it's Rebel yeah. Cells. We're Rebel Cells now. So we're going to change that stuff. But you guys know where to find us um, and how to contact us and communicate. The two people that I called out specifically, you know how to tell me what you thought of this, this series. I want to hear from you guys because I, I and and like I said, like let's try and keep it positive. Let's talk about the stuff that we loved about this series, um, and I, I and we'll have that conversation all next right. next week. So let's so that said, all of that's out now. Let's jump into it. Let's talk about rebuilding the resistance. Calculate the jump, chop. <laughs> I can help you. I am Boba Fett. What was that? What was what? The throwing and the falling. Over there. Don't think about it. Kenobi. Ahsoka! Kenobi! Hand it over, Ewok. No! So you mean to tell me you were staging a rescue, not attempting to hijack a Jedi starship? You're welcome! Now, it's time for the Rebel Cells. Episode Recap. Rebuilding the Resistance, directed by Bosco Ian, written by Jennifer Corbett. And I think we should go through um, this these first three paragraphs, because I think they all kind of roll together. So sure. I'll start off, Mike. Uh, a small group of Resistance X-Wings called Jade Squadron, led by Vanessa Dosa, arrives at the Colossus. She's not here just to see her family, however. The Colossus is helping Venice's squadron on a Resistance mission. Two of the Resistance pilots greet Kaz, Norath, and, much to Kaz's surprise, Hugh Sion, voiced by Sam Witwer, by the way, uh, his old buddy in the New Republic Navy. They say the situation is dire. They're all that's left of their squadron. Uh, Vanessa and Captain Doza... A husband and wife speak in his office. Vanessa's mission is to escort resistance recruits away from Dantooine, now occupied by the First Order. And she wants to house them on, on the Colossus temporarily. The captain agrees and promises three aces for the mission. With that, Kaz and Tora, soon followed by Hype, burst in volunteering. So I wanted to kind of go through those three because uh, 
again, we start off with uh, four resistance X-Wings, they fly into the Colossus. It's, it's Vanessa, she's back, Mike. Uh, nice little reunion for the Doza family here. Yep. And she is introduced to Kaz and has heard of good things about uh, Kaz. Uh, and then Doza reveals they are helping Vanessa's squad on a mission for the resistance. Um, you mentioned Hugh Sion. He was uh, actually in the very first episode, uh, so we've seen him again. Uh, one of Kaz's wingmates, uh, like I said, from the first episode. Um, but the big thing here is that uh, they've been searching the galaxy for help, basically. You know, the squad, Venice's squadron and the, and the resistance. And some systems would rather surrender than go to war. So that's kind of what they're setting up here. Like the, the whole galaxy, Mike, the First Order has them, just the whole galaxy just on like lockdown now. And, and like it says here, they'd rather just surrender. Like Doza says, or Venice says, I'd rather surrender than go to war. It's just like, that's where everybody's at now, and it's a tough place to be in for the resistance mm -hmm. and you know, and these small group of fighters. So I just kind of want to get through that because there was a lot going on there. So any, any thoughts on that? Yeah, no, I mean, I, I, as I as I said earlier, um, this episode should have been like the fifth episode of the season because <laughs> yeah. now we're getting into it. the the yeah. The war has caught up to them, and uh, and and they're. But okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna play the devil's advocate for that argument. Actually, we need to understand in Rise of Skywalker why the Resistance is still so small and why Poe is still pretty hopeless mm, about the yeah. whole situation. Yeah, and to show that even a pilot that he recruited. Um, and the and the Colossus who have gone up against the First Order and are actively running from them, they are reluctant to join the Resistance. I think that that is a really great example of the galaxy at large and everybody else's um, reluctance to 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 join the cause and fight the First Order. Um, yeah. It's been thirty years of peace, and people just want to live their lives. Mm -hmm. um yeah so yeah i uh, um like i said i'm 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 arguing against myself but um hmm. maybe this had to happen now in order to kind of drive that home but i start the series later uh <laughs> later in the timeline <laughs> not yeah. right not in the lead up to the force wagons but um, yeah right after that yeah i yeah i like i said this is this to me is like this is when the story really starts yeah. um mm -hmm. and and having jade squadron show up first off i like that they're jade squadron if you pay attention the color on their x-wings is uh, a, a blue green it's a, it's, yeah. it's a jade color yeah. and it it matches with uh uh doza's um uh vanessa doza's sorry i i x-wing and mm -hmm. sort of her color scheme uh so yeah i i like that I, I like that this is this is kind of a specific squadron um again this they they should be visible within uh rise of skywalker <laughs> rise of skywalker yeah um, definitely yeah oh well unless we unless they none of them make it out of the next episode but i don't think that'll be the case i mm -hmm. uh, yeah, and and bringing back Hugh uh, from the from the first episode uh, was a really cool choice um, to show that that he has left the Republic um, 
I mean, obviously there is no new Republic anymore. Um, but, uh, that he survived and, uh, uh, and has joined the resistance. Um, yeah. I mean, that's great. That's, yeah. it, that's a, that's a really cool piece of storytelling. Um, I would love to see more of that. Um, yeah, I really, it's, it's funny. Cause if, if Kaz left and then went and, and, you know, uh, Poe recruited him to go check out the Colossus or whatever. And then, and then let's imagine that soon after that, Hugh was like, Kaz left to go join the resistance to fight the first order. I'm going to go join the resistance. And he's mm-hmm. been flying missions with Norath in the resistance yeah. the entire time that Kaz has been doing this stuff with the Colossus. It's like, Oh, hmm. okay. That, that actually was the show that I wanted to watch. <laughs> That's this. Here's the problem is that like, I wanted the, the one with Sam Witwer as the lead character and he's a Republic pilot that joins the resistance and they go and they, they run missions for, for uh, princess Leia for general yeah. Organa uh, <laughs> and the resistance and they fight the first order. Um, that sounds like <laughs> a great show actually, yeah, yeah. but <laughs> uh, maybe there's a comic book series. That would be really cool for them to do like a star Wars resistance comic book and for it to actually not be about Kaz or any of those characters, but mm-hmm. for it to be about the other side of it and to see uh, uh, Hughes, story and 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 like get the backstory for norath and and introduce to some other characters obviously have it intersect with the poe dameron comic have it intersect with the couple of points where it intersects with with star wars resistance the show mm. do that that'd be cool yeah. that could be yeah i know there but, you go write it yeah hire <laughs> me i'll do it uh go ahead. yeah um here we go uh walking to the hangar vanessa tells yeager that she's seen Tam, and he cannot hide his shock and concern. Vanessa says that Tam is conflicted, and needs needs time to sort things out on her own. So this is this is planting the seed for next week, right? Because Yeager, yeah. the last time we talked about it last week, he was like, "No, nah, you gotta turn your back on Tam." She turned her back on us. Yeah. And now Vanessa, who is someone that Yeager trusts, and whose opinion matters to him. Is coming to him, and because if you recall, she had interactions with Tam. The only reason she survived was because of Tam, mm-hmm. um, yeah. and she she's she's seen that conflict in Tam. Yeah, and I, uh, I, and so she's now relaying that to 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 Yeager. So this is where to connect it to to what I was saying about like this show is actually the people who make this show are good writers because that is some great writing Mm -hmm. to go back. uh, How many episodes back is that? That is, that's back in December. It's just, right. 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 Yeah. So like we planted that seed weeks ago, a month ago. And now here we are harvesting the, the, the fruits of that labor. And that that's good writing. That's, that's really great. Um, yeah, there was a reason to introduce that character. There was a reason why that episode happened. Mm-hmm. I I do think that there was a reason why a lot of the other stuff this season happened, and we would have found out next season. Yeah, but <laughs> exactly. Anyways, um, yeah, yeah, no. uh, yeah. But yeah, I mean, like, we're this is all set up for next week. 
Yeah, and, and just before we go on, too, like as far as it, we're going to talk about Dantooine for a second, um, Dantooine is under the control of the First Order. Uh, they've got a blockade. Oh, the comms are cut off, so they got this thing pretty well, pretty well shut down. And yeah. uh, you know, Venice needs the help, and he's going to spare uh, three of the aces. And like it says earlier, you know, Hype and and, and Kazator are going to be volunteering. And Venisa, she says that protecting the recruits will be vital because they represent. And here's part of the thing too: is they represent a hope for a better future, and that it's their job as protectors to be their spark. So, interesting little. You know, phrase there from her about the spark, and kind of reminds mm-hmm. me of of uh, Holdo and her in her speech about the spark as well. So, yeah, and oh. the, and the great piece of Thunderquack merch over at uh, store.thunderquack.com. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, we are the spark T-shirt that I designed. That <laughs> I look, I it is the greatest disappointment disappointment to me in everything we've done with Thunderquack that that shirt is not more popular. Uh, we've sold, <laughs> I think, two of them. And That's but I perfect. like I'm super proud of that design. So if you haven't checked that out, go to store.thunderquack.com and check that out. Um, yes, because because I I I haven't. I'm just pointing to myself. I haven't myself ordered a shirt yet um, uh, with that on it. But I do intend to uh, before Star Wars Celebration because I want to wear that to Celebration. But yeah, yeah. There you go. Um, cool. Do you, want, do you want me to continue here? Yeah, uh, actually, I think, is it my turn? Oh, it's you. Uh, no, yeah, it's you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so speaking of Dantooine, uh, the squad arrives at Dantooine, and a First Order welcoming party is there to greet them. Mother and daughter make for a good team, eliminating ties with ease, and Kaz saves hype. With a skillful last-second blast, the threat eliminated, Vanessa contacts the shuttles. So I wanted to, there was one thing, like, it was cool to see the X-Wings, you know, the X-Wing squad and, or the Jade Squadron and Ace is kind of flying together. It was really cool. Yeah. Um, she mentions, mentions uh, Venice, she mentions the does that die with, between her and Tora. And they both break off with, you know, with ties um, right on their tails. And the only thing I kind of wish we saw some kind of like maneuver, we really, all we really saw was like, they did like this turn and I don't know, I just, I kind of thought they were going to do something like it's going to be this cool little, I don't know, whatever you wanted to do with the, yeah. the animation. But it's kind of like they just kind of did a circle. And they, they, I was like, okay, that was the Doza. That was the Doza dive. All right. I, yeah. I, it's, it's kind I, of a bummer for that one. I yeah. feel like I got what they were going for, which is that, which is that like they would each get a tail and then take out each other's yeah. tail, right? Yeah. I think that there was a way for them to show us that that was a little bit more flashy. Um, yeah. Or a little bit more impressive uh, that they didn't they didn't quite nail that but but in terms of like getting across what they wanted to like I like I got it but yeah I, I'm with you where I was they said it and then I was like where was the dive <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I didn't was, notice was, the dive in there yeah but then you see Kaz and 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 hype and they kind of explain what they're doing and and that kind of made a little more sense you kind of see what they were doing uh, but yeah I know it was just something I I kind of picked up on I was like oh man I kind of wanted to see this. This mother-daughter does a dive thing, but uh, in any event, uh, they got the job done. So go ahead, Mike. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Agent Tierney has been made aware of the lost convoy. Commander Pyre orders Lieutenant Gaelic to take a squadron and destroy the shuttles and any resistance escorts. In her office, Tierney speaks with Tam, telling the cadet that she's exceeded all expectations. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, the three resistance shuttles connect with Venice's squadron and they begin their escape. 
But before they can clear the planet, Tyranny Star Destroyer emerges from the clouds, releasing a swarm of TIE fighters. That was a really cool image, seeing um, this giant Star Destroyer. Actually, first of all, seeing the, the TIEs come out the camera, uh, kind of reminiscent of Re Return of the Jedi, it was a really cool shot. And also just the, the shot of the, uh, the Star Destroyer just kind of come out of the clouds. It's kind of a neat little shot. Sometimes this, this show with the animation just kind of like, it kind of like, I yeah. go, whoa, that was awesome, you know? Yeah, so, exactly. Just point that out. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that shot, uh, that's that L, that sequence is just great when mm -hmm. you see that Star Destroyer emerge. It's such a beautiful, beautiful piece of animation for sure. Oh, for sure, yeah. Uh, go ahead, Mike. You want to continue? <laughs> yeah, uh, the okay. X Wings and Aces yeah. are outnumbered, and included among the First Order pilots are Tam and Jace Rucklin, but Hugh quickly blasts Tam's ship, sending her careening away. The assault is relentless, however, and one of the shuttles suffers damage that knocks out its hyperdrive. As the battle intensifies, Kaz's ship suffers a hit from Gaelic herself. Just as she closes in to finish him off, Vanessa speeds forward, destroying the squad leader's fighter. Mm. Um, yeah, so I, I, surprising to, to, to lose that yeah. character in that way. Um, but yeah. I, I, yeah, really cool. They're not holding punches too. I mean, they're they're blasting ties out of the sky, and yep. as we see here in a second, uh, this transport. Oh man, uh, I I was worried that Hugh or or Norath weren't going to make it out of it. Like that, yeah, yeah. that was kind of one of the bigger things for me. Yeah, well, Hugh uh, takes out Lieutenant Gaelic. I guess we'll get there. Uh, now the ranking, actually, no, we we just had that. Yeah, no, so, Vanessa did it. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, Gaelic's. She's done, and and we're going to see what happens uh, with that. Uh, see, now they're ranking First Order pilot Tam. She's the ranking First Order pilot now. Tam finds herself in charge of the squadron. But before she can give an order, Jace decides to target the damaged shuttle, destroying its left engine and sending it planetward. What am I doing, Tam says to herself in shock. But back on the Star Destroyer, Tony is pleased that the shuttle was destroyed under her command and promotes Tam to squadron leader. Wow. So, yeah, again, like I said, this this shuttle is destroyed. Um, more casualties. Uh, and even Tam, again, going back to what we were talking about earlier about Tam, she's still questioning, like, she's out there going, what am I doing? You know, and but she still hasn't made that turn yet. So, uh, obviously, we're going to, well, I, you know, I don't know. You never know what they're going to do with the series and if, if she's going to have any kind of turn. And that's what we think. But, uh, again, she's still kind of questioning herself and I thought it was interesting that um, uh, here's Tierney. She uh, she comes in and and she's you know promotes her to squadron and she gives her these uh, kudos for for what she did, but she doesn't realize you know it wasn't necessarily her and it was actually, it actually happened in spite of her. She hesitated. Exactly. And yeah. then, but this is the thing. This is the thing. I think Tierney knows that. I think, think so? Tierney, I think Tierney's playing at something else. Wow. Yeah, I okay. think she's manipulating Tam. Um, mm. And and Jace uh, also sort of reacts to all of this, and he's like, this is this is nonsense. I'm the one who took down that ship. I should be squadron leader. Um, yeah. And it's like, come on, Jace. You know that she's a better pilot than you. But, yeah. but she doesn't have the... the Mm. the killer instinct yeah uh that the first order is looking for so he's right on that yeah. elements of it but but i think tyranny's up to something 
Oh, I, so that's interesting. I, I I didn't quite pick up on that, but that certainly is a yeah. It could be a turn that we get in the in the final episodes. But anyway, yeah. Close. You want to close it out, Mike? <clears throat> yeah. Uh, on the Colossus, Kaz, Tora, and Hype feel guilt over the destruction of the shuttle, but Vanessa and Yeager reiterate that two ships made it out because of their actions, and that's a victory. Speaking privately, Vanessa thanks her her husband for his help, but Doza has had a change of heart. The recruits can stay, and so can Jade Squadron. This is my ship, and whatever the Resistance needs, they can count on the Colossus, he says. I'm done running from this fight. So, yeah, like, the, like this is the conversation that needed to happen way earlier in this season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, with the destruction of Hosnian Prime, with them being run off of Castellan, I, 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 it's, it, it's frustrating for me that it took doza this long to come to this conclusion but Mm -hmm. yeah this is you know this is like i said earlier about this episode is you know here doza you know last episode he just wanted to hang out you know with the fish and chill out over there uh but but here he is after this meeting with the sea and his family and and what's going on he has this huge change of heart like hey you guys can stay here uh let's fight this first order and 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 vanessa has another one of her cool speeches where she says uh that uh, loss is part of war, but but they have to appreciate what they have accomplished so far, and and hopefully that carries them into what's going to happen this next uh, this next week uh, on this, these final two episodes. So mm-hmm. yeah, you just said it earlier, decent, a pretty good episode here, and I, I kind of enjoyed it and loved seeing oh, Vanessa back and all hey, that. Hey, guess what? Starfighters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got some starfighters, some tie fighters, some yeah. battles. Some, the, yeah. the the thing we were promised a lot of in yeah. the when this series was being pitched to us as an audience was yeah. starfighters, and then what yeah. it ended up being was wrenches and falling. Um, <laughs> and and so here comes an episode where we spend most of our time in starfighters, yeah. and what do you know? It's a good episode. Yeah, great Aces, episode. X wings, you know. Yeah, I mean, great. Yeah, Tie Fighters, Star Destroyers. Uh, yeah, battles. Yeah, excellent stuff. So, um, but that's uh, that's it for this week. And next week we close it out, Mike. It's it's a one hour season finale. And um, man, you want to set it up? Uh, yeah the the season finale season series. Whoa, oh series boy. finale. What am I thinking? Season, the whole thing. Series, series finale. Uh, Kaz and Yeager, sorry, it's called The Escape. Kaz and Yeager attempt to rescue Tam from the First Order while trying to evade capture on a Star Destroyer. Meanwhile, the Colossus is in trouble and faces an impossible choice. Uh, so there we go. Yeah. That's that's we're, we're, we're heading into it. And you know what? We'll put this episode out tomorrow morning, uh, Wednesday morning, and uh, and and then they'll they'll send out the press release. It's, our timing is not great. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, they'll send out the press release, and it'll be like, oh, here's the here's what this show is, uh, or this episode is all about. We'll get more detail. Mm-hmm. And and it tends to they tend to be a lot better than the these short snippet ones. But uh, uh, we're gonna find out next Sunday. Yeah. One hour yeah. season. That description doesn't sound like a one hour season finale. So I think they're actually holding back a lot. Um, not telling us. Yeah, it's just a general because we kind of yeah, yeah, it's kind of general. We we know it's we're going to see some stuff from Tam. There's going to be some kind of choice, but the Colossus is in trouble and faces an impossible choice. That's intriguing. Like, whoa, what's going on with the Colossus? Where's what's going to happen with that? So, um, yeah, yeah, it's here we go. Series finale. I said season finale, but no series finale. 
looking forward to it and see how they uh, how this show kind of ends up. But uh, yeah, we'll definitely have a lot to talk about next week. It sounds like so. I think so. Um, I think so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But that's it for this week. I uh, man, we filled that hour. I uh, <laughs> I always feel stuff. like I always feel like I'm going long, but because of how much we would talk about like rebels and clone wars and um, yeah, I yeah. have to I'm I have to be a little bit more disciplined when we get into this final season of clone wars because we're going to have a lot to talk about about Ooh. the actual episodes. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I like the 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 rambling at the front needs to kind of get cut down a little bit. But um thank you for humoring me everybody. Uh, thanks for listening. As always, uh, you can stay up to date with all the latest Star Wars animation news by heading to rebelcells.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Rebels Podcast. Uh, no, sorry, Instagram is at Rebel Cells. Um, you can follow me on uh, Twitter and Instagram at Arkwolf, A R K W L F. And you can follow Matt at The Crankster. That's Crankster with a K. Yes. Uh, you guys know we're a part of the Thunderquack Podcast Network. Head to thunderquack.com to check out more great podcasts in the network. And if you like what you hear, sorry, I, I've yawned a couple of times now and I feel bad about it, but. I can't do anything about it. I have two small children. I <laughs> I'm we'll tired give you a break all the time. On that one. We'll give yeah. you a break. <laughs> I I if you like what you hear, which why wouldn't you? I uh, you can uh, support us in two ways. First, by heading to store.thunderquack.com as I mentioned earlier and picking up some merch like the We Are the Spark t-shirt. Uh or, you know, I, there's some good Rebels and Clone Wars throwbacks on there as well. Um, I, I, the other way to support us, I'm trying to remember where I am in the, in the <laughs> outro. The other way to support us is by going to patreon.com slash thunderquack and kicking in with your monthly pledge of support and getting some cool bonuses there as well. Thank you to everybody who does support us. Um, thank you to everybody who, uh, who's, who's listening. Even if you just listen, uh, that's also support. Uh, be sure to rate, comment, subscribe. Is that are those things? Yeah, sure. Do those things. Yeah, but leave us a rating on on whatever uh, app you listen to the podcast on uh, because actually it helps other people find the podcast. So um, that would be awesome. And uh, I, I thank you, thank you for subscribing. Thank you for listening. Yeah, we're, yeah. we're going to the series finale of Star Wars Resistance. It's kind of it's, kind of, it's surprising that that we're that we're there so early, but. Uh, but uh, you know, it's been it has actually been a pretty good run overall. But yeah. um, mm-hmm. thank you guys for listening. We'll be back next week for the escape. Mm-hmm.